Hey. So firstly, I want to get a check-in from you, okay? The first question that I just want to ask today and um, to start off is over the last two weeks, since the last Coach's Corner, how have you shown up like the coach that you want to be? Like in the last two weeks, um, how, what, how have you shown up like the coach that you really want to be? Like as, a, as an exceptional coach that you are. How have you give what examples? Let's pinpoint um examples. It could be that your routines have been very good. It's been that you've led your community. It's been that you delivered a training. It's been that you've put yourself out there. It's been that you talked exceptionally well. Um, whatever. It's been, it could be that a client got a win. What's been going well? Where, where, where's things been going well? Okay. I just want to give you 60 seconds to reflect on that and note that down. can pinpoint one of the main aspects i know that you're doing everyone here is doing exceptionally well So I really just want you to think about that, okay? I really want you to, to, to think about where have you shown up exceptionally well? Because if we place your attention to the moments that you're doing well, you're going to repeat that. You're going to, uh, you're going to understand why was that. You're going to understand the words. You're going to understand how you've shown up, the energy, um, how, how you operated at that point, okay? So I want you to focus on that, okay? And th these coaches' corners are great just for you getting into that higher level seat, getting into your king seat and looking over your kingdom, over your coaching um, and how everything's going. So a few announcements I want to get stuck into, guys, is um, next coach's corner, um, it won't be me delivering it. Um, it'll be Scott Northgate. He'll be talking um, all things Instagram, okay? So a lot of you have been asking about the recent changes that we've been making over the last few months in regards to content, in regards to reels, in regards to some different graphics and things. And he's the man who's helping us um, get our message out there. So he's absolutely incredible what he does. Um, he's going to be sharing things like, what works well what doesn't work well loads of different ideas um what's trending right now um and what's relevant right now in regards to getting your coaching scene out there so i've noticed the massive increase in regards to our own engagement rate i've noticed that we've been able to um uh, reach more people and i've just noticed overall quality a lot of i'm getting a lot more messages about what we're doing how we're doing it as well and um, we've seen a lot from the um the videos that we've done the life-changing videos and sharing more about um uh, your journeys and things and again like each and every single one of you i want to do one of those with and um, where we get to see like your story we get to see what's important to you um and it just shows how you've leveled up okay so firstly i want to like knowing that like an instagram expert's coming in is there any questions that you have 
Um, is there any questions that you have around that that you would like covered? I'm jumping on a call straight after this with him and we're going to be outlining some of the things that he's going to be talking about. So ahead of time, is there any questions that you would have around all things social media, Instagram, uh, content production, even like how to produce content fast, how to do it in an effective manner, ideas? Um, yeah, if there's any questions, just pop it in the chat and I'll make a note of it. And I'll, I'll make sure that he covers um, your your questions. I want to bring you the absolute best in regards to um, just everything upskilling you and leveling up, okay? On Tuesday night, we are delivering a training called How to Maximize Your Energy to Live an Incredible Life. Guys, energy management is going to be your biggest bottleneck. You get, you you your ambition can only go as far as your energy fuels it i'm going to repeat that again you can have all the like you can have all the best intentions in the world but you will only go be able to go as far and as fast as you'd like if you have fuel in the tank okay so up here you can have everything that you want but if you don't have the energy to execute it you will not be able you will not be able to get to that destination. You will not be able to, to do what you want and you'll be stagnant. So energy is the most important thing for you as a coach, also all of your clients. And the more aware that you can get of energy management, it is going to be massive for your coaching. So Tuesday night, not only for you, but for your coaching, it's going to be one of the biggest, one of the most useful uh, trainings that you could have for you and also your clients. I cannot stress that enough. We're going very deep onto it. It's going to be one session. It's going to completely change the game for you. And just, it is an absolute must for you. So 7 p.m. Tuesday, like if you've got sessions, if you've got check, whatever, like make it happen, be there, okay? The way I like this as well, like think of like my own like coaching development sessions is, Every single time I turn up to a coaching session, I'm investing in my future, okay? Even if I don't take something, if it's not most irrelevant, that R is benefiting my future. So I make it happen. And you hear me talk about it. Show me your schedule and I will show you your goals. So like, I know you've got things and I know everyone's busy, but that has to be like a priority, okay? I understand sometimes things get in the way, but then just make sure that you catch up and you've got the intention of catching up. It's going to be an incredible training, um, so it is okay. Also getting some great questions in here. And then the third thing is we've got the challenge in the group. Um, we're going to be uh, uh, talking more on this probably today or tomorrow, and it's pretty much 25 hours in a day. So it's how can you take your screen time down um, in regards to adding an extra hour in your day. That's going to be the goal of the challenge. Um, so it is, and again, as coaches, as yourself, screen time is more it's more crucial than ever to manage your screen time to manage that to the best of your ability also as well the better that you are with your boundaries with your own management you're going to be able to pass that on the clients and again even just taking part in that is going to be a great challenge for you and then you can pass that on to um, your clients and you could do even something similar um, with them so it's going to be incredible so it is so first off guys there's really three big problems that I want to touch on today, okay, that I'm seeing across the board. Um, and I want to share, I want to like, I want for you to engage on it. The first one is at the minute, guys, sometimes a few of you are, are seeing some clients leave. 
okay? There's some clients that are possibly leaving because things are a little bit tougher in the market. Now, you cannot let that get into you. You cannot let that override your thoughts, your energy, your ambition. You cannot let that, okay? Um, but really, to help realign you, I want you to think about this checklist. Like, if someone, if someone has to leave and it just came to that time, I want you to think of this checklist. Was this client coachable? Were they a great client? Were they um, turning up to everything? Were they doing the sessions? Did they have all the right intentions? Were they putting the effort in? What do you learn from it? Each and every single client, not only like is it important for you to give a service to them, but you learn from clients. Like we are blessed that we get to understand like people like on a, you get to understand about their world, you get to understand about them, you get to understand about human behavior, you get to understand about your own behavior, you get to understand about communication, you get to understand about a client journey, systems. So it's like with every single client, when they come to that leaving point, they, you should be looking at this uh, consistently. Like one thing that me and Reese we do um, every single week in our performance, uh, on our performance pulse check is really just like, what are we learning right now? And we go very deep into right, what are we learning right now? Just by how we communicate, how we react, how things happen. But you will learn things from clients as well as that you will learn things when they come to that point of a churn. Any issue or situation or challenge or change, you're learning something. So it's about looking at that, okay? As well as that, like from that learning, like how can you sharpen your coaching blade sooner? Okay, how can you sharpen it sooner? Can you talk about um, the issue that they're facing? Was there any problems that you didn't see um, before it came up? As a coach, really what happens is like the more you coach, the more sharper that you get in regards to client problems. You've heard me talk about it before in all senses. You will either behave your way to thriving and you'll be on that line where you're moving forward, you're growing, you're pushing towards your potential, coasting where you're coasting and nothing's really changing you're in amber things are slipping and you're going through the motions you're reactive more than proactive and then doing the wrong things where you're deconstructive where you're moving backwards towards your goal the clients are the exact same a client doesn't go from thriving to completely off the radar and off connect like out of connection they behave their way slowly so it's important to really just look at, was there anything that you could have done sooner? Was there any issues? Was there anything that they didn't bring up? What was it that they weren't saying? And actually go through this, actually go through the log. One thing that I find amazing about being inside Authority Network is I'm accountable to every single like interaction. So I'm accountable to like how clients perform. And what that's taught me is it's like, it's given me that aspect of like actually analyzing and iterating how I communicate, what I do, how I show up. And by that constant iteration, oh, it's made me go to a completely different league of awareness, of communication, of sharpness, of so much. So it's like, what do you, what, how are you going to sharpen your blade? And it's only wee small things. Like it's only wee small things of how you say things or what you've missed or how you could have been better or could you have been sharper, faster? Could you have added a system? Could you have added a training? Could you have talked about um, the current climate with people? Like what could you have done? So it's just a question. What, you got to treat your coaching like that. And then guys, one of the biggest things is like, how's your emotions around this and your feelings? Like as a coach with everyone demanding a lot from you, Guys, it's okay to get fucked off. 
it's okay to get angry it's okay to get annoyed it's okay to be like your coaching is a big big thing of your life and it's okay to have an emotion around that and if you if you i suppose build up a ton of emotion and you never actually give yourself space to think to sit with that to express that guys honestly like that's just going to eat up more and more and more and more and more and more so it's important that you give not just your muscles attention but you give your emotions attention and again that's going to keep you emotionally stable um, and be able to be the best you for you your clients your family everyone so it's important to think about that so to realign you were they coachable what did you learn how is this sharpening your coaching blade moving forward and then how do you feel around this and have you expressed this or wrote this down or whatnot you really want to think of that um so you do now i want to i want to then as well just ask one question from for you guys before going to a bit more what are, what's been working well for you at the minute to strengthen your coaching so to strengthen the results that you're getting to strengthen your community to strengthen a system or how things operate your onboarding whatever it could be even the enrollment call whatever it is but what have i want to get each person to share one thing that's been working well for them um over the last while or in the past and um, that you could bring to the table and give and um, before i go into the next few points okay so i'm going to give you 30 seconds just to think about that and then i just would like you to share Okay, um, Aaron, what's been working well for you recently, dude? I know you've been in a new role and things, but yeah, what's been what's something that you could share that works well for you, dude? Um, so yeah, something that <clears throat> something that seems to be working well over the last. So I've only implemented it this week, but it seems to be good so far. Is um, I used to have all like my members lab content and everything, you know, somewhere else, and then I never knew if people were actually watching it. I kept having to get onto them to see did they watch it, did they take away anything from it. So what I did was I actually got all that and scheduled it into their app, so it pops up into their app now, like training sessions at certain points. So I have the trainings, like the kind of key ones I want people to watch at certain weeks already planned into their kind of I suppose client map. So now it's just a case of is it actually ticked off, and I can see then we're actually progressing so that's uh definitely taken away definitely taken away some time off my plate for having to actually catch up with the people and see did they actually watch it did they take anything away from it i love that i absolutely love that And one thing that we're going to be doing guys is we're in the middle of building a new lab like literally before this i was on a uh a call with um, our web designer and there's a you want to write this platform down um learn dash um, and pretty much what you'll see is you'll be able to check off things. But in the meantime, like, like Aaron's done there, and the thing that just would kill any sort of barriers is by having it all on the coaching map. Um, so it is by having that in there. So I think that's great. And I think if you can see if they've done that or not, it's amazing. Um, so no, I love that. That's absolutely great. Um, Kami, what's one thing that's been working well for you, dude? Uh, kind of the opposing to what Aaron's done. Um, I've passed the responsibility on to clients more of going, right, this is what we're going to do. And 
I, I've just taken a step back and waited and just kind of asked how they got on with that and kind of help them really just refine in what the action is going to be and just waiting until they've done it, meet them where they're at and just saying, I, I get questioning them, just going like, well, what's the brakes here? Because I'm telling you how to move forward. So what's causing the brakes and just kind of getting them to identify the brakes and just asking them questions and going, what is it? Because uh, what I found was I was just trying to hand out too much because I wanted it more than needed and I wasn't meeting them where they're at. So kind of, I guess it's a similar, but I'm at, but dissimilar that I'm actually, I've got it in my Facebook group. This is what they're doing. And I'm not, I'm actually not budging until they've actually done the actions of what they need to do because I can only do what they want to do. Like if they don't want to go further than where they want to be, there's not much I can do. So that is great, right? So you want to have the infrastructure like Aaron, but then in the infrastructure, applying it, and pretty much you want to, and especially if someone's maybe read, you want to, instead of giving them more to do, give them great questions. So like, and give them space and give them great questions. If someone's read and they're not doing what they need to do, overwhelming them by asking them more and more and more and more, it's going to even just make them more red. <laughs> it's going to sink them even, it's going to sink them even lower. So what Cami's done there and also had that responsibility and put a mirror up that, well, what's been going on and asking great questions. That is exceptional. So guys, that honestly, those two tips alone from Aaron and from Cami, like that is insane if you apply that. That is insane if you actually go and do that. If you put in the infrastructure to have a journey, but they need to tick off and that you can monitor it and see it. But then the same time as well, when a client goes, uh, is a little bit disconnected, is red or um, just isn't there, instead of giving them more, asking about the current situation and asking high quality situations of where they're at and what they need to do and letting them take ownership um, and passing the bat over to them. So no, I, I think that's great. Craig, also, sorry, before we go into Craig, Daniel, Scott, you're going to want to watch the first 10 minutes on this replay because it was really good. Um, and there's a lot of points that you'll watch, especially, Daniel, as we were chatting about last week and things. You're going to want to watch this, okay? Um, Craig, go ahead, bud. Um, I don't know. Like, I've just started properly programming for clients. So, like, um, getting them specific days to do certain things. So, um, it's kind of working a bit better than what I used to do. It's just, like, chuck exercises at them and tell them to do it. So I I don't know. I feel like I'm slowly building up um, the journey. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And as well, you're also now using the, the, the personal training experience where you're giving an experience as well to people too. That's another big thing that's going well. Aye, yep. that's exciting. Yeah, sorry. Aye. <laughs> aye. Uh, I'm kind of a bit apprehensive about it and last night I got myself doing the dumps but I just went to my bed and then woke up just feeling like fuck it let's do it good 100% and again it's a, it's a you try it out like nice. all this is you try and see yeah that's yeah. what we're doing and how much can we try or what's something that's working well for you bro um, so one thing I wasn't doing with clients like I was always talking about like 30 day goals 60 day goals and stuff but I wasn't talking like long term like six months time but every time I touch base with a client now. I always compliment them. I always talk like really long term, like six months into the future, to give them the hint, like right, this is this is like a longer journey because this isn't like three months. And I think they're more bought into it, knowing like, oh, I have six months ahead ahead of me, like more progress. Like I'm always talking about uh, what's next, PBs and stuff like that. There, and I think them knowing that it sort of buys them in more too, knowing that there's more to just get this fat off, and that's it essentially. Love that. I absolutely love that. 
What I want to uh, elaborate on with that is, guys, if you were here in the virtual event last year, I done a, a training called Next Level Statement, and there's also a training basically on your next level. Now, the reason why your clients are coming to you is because really, like, they want to level up. They want to be a different person. So a small and an easy way without going and creating a big training that you can basically look at is ask them this question. This, is, this could be a great just like chat, a great sort of question that you could just uh, use this week with your clients. So basically ask them, what is the person that you want to become? How would you describe like your ideal person, your next level, the leveled up you? Okay. And what they'll usually say is like confident, leader, um, present. And if you go deep on this and you share like great family person, um, great, great um, at work, um, a great team player, the person that um, everyone wants on their team, um, extremely strong, the, the fastest player in the team, um, like from a performance perspective, like really get the understand their vision of who they want to become and describe that. Now, once you get clear on the description, you can add in all the milestones of being strong, of, um, of public speaking, of communication, of all those things. You can add that in later down the line, but just get clear on the person of who they want to become, that vision. And then what, you, what, what you'll get is you'll get about 10 characteristics, okay? And of those 10 characteristics, they're the things on their mind. And with those characteristics, what you want to do is order them in basically like from one to 10, basically on where they're lack, on where they're most confident and where they're most skilled and where they're least skilled. So say, for example, they feel their body is good, but then they don't feel that they're good in their leadership and really get to understand what would exceptional leadership be in their world. So for you guys, it's been a world-class coach. That's like one thing is like in regards to your leadership is being a world-class coach, an exceptional coach that delivers an amazing results and has a thriving community and is really moving forward. Okay, so it's like get the understand what it is in there and then score where they're currently at based off those characteristics. And what that gets you to what that helps you and helps them to really sort of understand is like, what is their vision? Who is the person that they want to become? And what is the distance to that destination? And what do you need to work on going back and forth throughout this coaching journey to get them there? So I think it's great. Like you've done there one is by setting um, targets and setting goals. But at the same time as well is like they're doing those goals for a person that they want to become. So what I find very useful is to really look at that. And that's why I also ask the question about like, what, how have you shown up like the you that you want to be? How have you shown up like the coach that you want to be? Because that's ultimately either that's signifying like, are you on track with that person? underline that so i'm all for like data and strategy and those markers but i also think there does need to be that vision and feeling and person um underlying that so that would be a, a, an action point that i would um say off the back of that um let me know if i found that useful guys um if that was if you're going to action that and um, that'll be something really look at the person and you do that with exercise and um, daniel you want to share bud What's happening, sexy? Uh, what's happening, lads? Yeah, so just on that, what you were saying, like creating that vision of that uh, of that person, like I'm massive on that, I'm massive on identity. And at, at the start of the journey, I would always say to the guys, right, okay, think of that identity, like close your eyes and really think of that person. Like, what do they look like? How do they feel? How do they carry themselves? How do people perceive them as? And for me on a daily, what's really helped me, because I remember we, we, drew that, we drew that up, that identity. And I always think of that, Daniel. And 
it's decisions. So coming down every single day, you're faced with decisions. That's all it is. It's just choices. And when I go, I'm going to the shop now. When I go into the cho- when I go into the shop now, what would that Daniel? What would that version of Daniel that I want to become? What choice would he make? And every single time you're faced with a decision make the decision that that Daniel would make down the line, okay? And, like, that always carries me through every day. And I think that's why I make, I, I always make, now, is it going to be the case all the time? No, of course not. That's fucking life. As long as you have more good decisions than bad, you're, you're in the in the clear. Um, but that's what I like to, and I, we're just on touching what Oren said as well, thinking more long-term and on the back of our conversation, um, and lads, just to give you a bit of a, a, a rundown, and Ben and I had a conversation about churn last week and about stretching that vision. And it's something I've really been working on the past week is actually stretching that vision. And as Oren said as well, thinking six months down the line, and even from today, a couple, uh, three of the girls in the semi-privates, like we've been talking about strength markers, we've been talking about goals down the line. And um, again, they'd said, he was like, no, I want to stay on for another six months. Um, and I was like, fucking right, happy days, because they were fishing at the end of this month. And I think that was a massive thing, just really stretching that vision and constantly reminding them of where they're going to be in six months down the line, as opposed to thinking it's just a 90-day journey. Um, so I think that was a big, a big help. Um, so yeah, just wanted to touch on that. Love that. And then I'm going to pass the mic to Kami because you want to share something. Yeah. Um, so like I kind of similar to what both boys were saying there. Um, but a wee tool that I kind of use. Um, I've got like in, like in here, I've got an internal podcast, um, and I've got a kind of three iconic podcasts throughout the, uh, the time. So I've got a 30 day one, and a 60 day one, and a 90 day one. And the 30 day one is all about getting up and running. And they're pretty much the 30 day one's all about calling people out in their bullshit of just going, right, why are we not going to do certain things? And it's about getting them to lean into the tools that are essential for getting up and running, like pre-planning and attendance, all this stuff, and leaning into the tools. So people see the essentials of actually using the tools that they're doing. And the 60 day one, it's actually going, right, okay, this is where you're going to come across the challenges, mindset's going to wander, all this kind of stuff. What are the tools that you should be leaning into? So it's actually direct them to lean into needing you as a, a, a tool. And what kind of helps you with that as you get to a 90 day one. And it's again, it's kind of like a leaning into the tools of what kind of things to do. But the big one as well is like at the end of it, I've got uh, Stevie who's actually talking about it as actually it's accountability in general. This is not just about kind of like a quick fix. It's actually just accountability. What I actually see is I've got things that I do. I can go wayward. I know what to do. But the thing is, I don't really want to go back to that. I want to go on to moving forward with things. Um, So it's actually... It's, uh, it's training for not just the medal, but actually just the achievement, the fulfillment on the, uh, across the day. And that kind of paints the picture of actually being long-term. So every kind of like, it's all about kind of referring back to what you use as your tools um, and not just create, like one of the biggest mistakes often made is creating something new, create something new, create something new. Whereas actually everything needs to refer back to your core. Like if you refer everything back to your core, then what happens is it's an essential to what people need. And when you bring something new in, it's a bonus. It's something new. It grows, it grows and grows, but you are still the core. You are the key that helps people move forward. And that ultimately, because if you create something new every time, it creates an anxiety. It creates so much more. So yeah, um, kind of key, love, key things with that. I love that. Now guys, I want to, you, you are all doing like, these points are exceptional. Okay. I want to like elaborate and I suppose just help um, from a, 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 a bird's eye view summarize, right? For someone to reinvent themselves, I truly believe it takes 12 months. Even if someone is very committed, someone is um, someone does exceptionally well, I truly believe it t- takes 12 months. And the reason why I believe that is because at the first point, all you're doing is placing attention. So in the first 90 days, when someone gets in shape, strips off 20 to 30 pounds, 
you're placing attention to their habits, to their foods, and you're changing. Okay, you're changing how they spend their days, what they eat, how they train. You're you're all you're doing in that phase is really getting their attention to what they were doing before and what they were what they're doing now. Like that's it's attention. Okay. The second phase after that is then like and what you achieve in that first goal by a 90 day mark with your clients and every single client of yours, you should have like a before and after like that you can see and they can see and they can be proud. Don't get me wrong. Each and every single individual will have different intensities of how they approach their fitness and their training. So the level of that before and after will be different, but there should be a significant change that they're proud of. The second phase from there will be an adaptation where basically they are getting to the stage where they're starting to automate all of those habits that they spent attention to. So this will be anywhere from three months to 12 months, okay? Like this could be anywhere and it'll be per, uh, different person to person. And again, like you want to get it to a stage where it's like brushing your teeth. And then the third phase is integrating this into who you are, letting your identity catch up, okay? So if someone's been out of shape for 10, 15, 20 years, it's letting the identity catch up. So we learn these habits, we learn it from our childhood, we learn it from society, we learn it from our habit, but then it's integrating it to your new way of life, your new way of living, your new um, you. When you look in the mirror, if you like, you see yourself as strong, you see yourself as the type of guy that doesn't miss sessions, you see yourself as the leader in the team, you see yourself as that. So it's attention, adaptation, and an integration and embodiment into who you are. If you like, if if you look at like James Clear's work, and I, I recommend the book to each and every single one of uh, one of you that in the academy, but also as well as coaches, and I think you should read it three times. He talks about the core. Okay, he talks about what Cammy's talking about. It's pretty much the first thing you get the surface level goals, and you have to give people the surface level goals, and you'll market the surface level goals. The second thing is is then basically like automating it, so it's in your habits. It's it's who it's what you do, and then the third phase is like your identity. Okay, your identity of who you are. You are a world class coach. You are an exceptional shape, and it's just who you are, and it's your standard. And you do it no matter what country you're in, no matter what days you're in. Like you, you abide by that way of living, and that takes time. That takes about around twelve months, I would say, on average, for a normal individual. If someone's got uh, like unforeseen circumstances, that's that that's going to take a lot longer. But all you generally will start to focus on with the individual because you don't want to overwhelm them is starting off with the surface level. We're going to strip you off 20 to 30 points. And like Hammy's done there is have markers where you start to look at, right, you've done this, you've got the abs, now it's keeping the abs and being able to do it. It's being able to get yourself unstuck without you needing me. It's being able to be aware of when you start to slip, when you're green, the when you're red. How can you get yourself out of red and back up to green? Okay, so the three phases, attention, adaptation, and integration into your overall identity. So most people don't use that and don't, and don't, that's high level coaching and that's true transformation, not just shifting a few pounds, but true transformation for someone. Let me know guys, has this chat around that been useful hearing everyone's input? Like what have you taken away personally from this chat so far? Popping in the chat. I'm just going to elaborate on three questions, okay? To ask the client. Insightful here and others, yeah. And what will take away? Not only physique goals, and look at the personal, yeah. 
Okay. The next thing I want to touch on, guys, is when you're like chatting, the clients is like simply, and if they're at that stage, ask them about their commitment. On a score of one to 10, how would you rate your commitment? Ask them like at that situation, if you know that the job is not done, if they haven't fully got to that stage, like, and even myself, guys, like I've, I, like I've been working with my coach for now, I think coming up to three years probably, and we've achieved so much. And there's been times where I've felt like, oh, I'm just not really getting this. And then when like we, we, we ask, when we go back and forth, there's still so much more. There's still many more things that we can look at. There's still so much more that I can improve on. There's still so much more of a need for that coaching. And it's like, the question that I want you to ask is, did you see yourself leaving the program like this when you first joined so if you know the job's not done like did you see yourself leaving the program like the, uh, like when you joined the program usually at the start of the program it's like they're saying i want to change my life i want to do this i want to be in the best shape of my life i want to be performing an all-time life i want to be energized etc so it's like asking them that and then if you were thriving right now would you be thinking about this decision if you're absolutely thriving would this even be popping in your mind because if you're thriving, you'd want to keep thriving. You'd want to be in the community. You'd want to be learning more. You'd want to be engaging more. You'd want to be um, taking in new resources. You'd want to be around like-minded people. You'd want to be around. You'd want to be around that high vibe. Okay. So just a few things on strengthening your coaching, strengthening your own emotional stability, strengthening your own thinking, and strengthening your own communication when the job isn't done yet. Okay. That's a few things I want to share on client turn. Now. The second thing I'm going to then touch on in regards to this is more of a question and me and Reese were going back on this um, a while ago and it's like it's by Ali, Car Ali Carmonzi, okay? And I want us to brainstorm on it. If you had one client left and you had no social media, no social media out there, you had one client and you had to like grow your coaching to build out a massive community of clients and stuff, how would you do it? Through that one client, how would you get more clients? How would you get them referring? How would you get them sharing about what you do? How would you get them talking about everything that they've achieved? Okay, you only have one client to create your to create your coaching business. How would you do that? What sort of things would you do with that one client to basically over deliver so that you can gain more clients? Okay. I want you to think about that. We're going to give 60 seconds and then I want you to let us know, let the team know and share how you would do that for one client. What would you do? Okay.
Okay, team, what have we got? And how did you find that question? Let's, uh, let's ask Scott, what would you do? Even just share a few words while everyone's typing in. Um, what's up? Uh, well, like, obviously, like, I can't do this anyway already, but I would like, you would check in on them weekly. Um, maybe check in on them a wee bit too frequently, I think, but, you know, obviously, they, they kind of need their own time to kind of work things out in their own head. They don't want to be pestering them all the time. Um, then also, like, like I said, just that second point there was like, I'm, I'm getting all my clients to go on a hike and uh, I've just said to them, look, bring your mates if you feel like that'd be something they'd be interested in. So um, I feel like that'll be good. Like, because obviously there's going to be people I don't know. So it's just going to be good to like, you know, bounce off people and um, just just show them like how much cracker is when, when everyone's about and all. Because like, I do love to be client events. Like they're great, great crack. So yeah, that, that, that'd be two things that I would do. Um, you could, you could probably ask them to share their workouts and their stories and stuff, but I don't know if that would really bring in more people or not. It's, I suppose it's a, it is a good way to do it. Like, but yeah, um, maybe ask for referrals as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, love it, absolutely love it. Um, and what else have we got, guys? What about um, over? Right, so I'm going to read out a few. Over deliver on value. Set up challenges for them to complete. Get an amazing testimonial for them. Uh, set up a public talk in their workplace and get them to refer a friend for free. Run an event and tell them to bring down their uh, other lads in training. Over deliver in every interaction. Blow them away uh, with your energy and ability. Uh, and then check in on them. And then as well, create um, an experience for them with their, their friends. And five side would be one of those. Okay. So, right. I want you, I, I, you've heard me talk about Spanish um greek and uh like uh, like just i want for you to think about when i say about spanish and greek right spanish is quite tactical okay so it's tactical in regards to like i would get on their stories i would do this i would do that i would do that um greek is like more high level and it's the overall like bigger picture the overall strategy and when me and reese we went back and forth on this and stuff from a greek standpoint if we boil it down right surprise them help them help them achieve results that surprise themselves so like Oren said there about over delivering in the touch points not too much touch points not too little touch points but in those touch points or in the in the communication get them to a point motivate them inspire them so that they surprise themselves so that they're truly surprised about what they're possible what they're capable of getting them out of that comfort zone, getting them to do something that they never thought before, getting them to create a body, getting them to feel in a way that they are, that's completely different than what they know. So that was the first thing is do whatever it takes to get them surprised, okay? The second thing that we then looked at is create an experience for them, like an experience, if that is a hike, if that is a five-a-side, if that is a call, if that is a training, create an experience if you go to a hotel, you're going for an experience, not the time, not all the time it's for the food, it's the experience. So create the best possible experience that's smooth, that's fun, that's enjoyable, that they want to be a part of. And then the third aspect as well is get them on your side to co-create. So what I mean by co-create is the ask for referrals to help build the program, to help market the program. And what you have to do that 
is you have to over deliver. You have to give them a reason why they want to share it, why they want to um, bring all their friends around to a hike or bring all their friends around to a session. So it's basically like for you to like being an exceptional coach that you can boil this down to is get them to surprise themselves with the results that they've achieved. They haven't achieved these results before. So it's like, so get them to surprise themselves, not just like what they expect, but exceed that. And you do that for your communication, whatever it takes to get them there. The second thing is then to basically give them an experience in their coaching. Okay. And then the third aspect will be to like co-create. They get them on the side where they co-create the program, they co-create the coaching, they co-create. Their input is valued. They are a part, their, their life and their story is a part of the overall story of the coaching. Okay. So they're on the side helping. So that's the three things um, that you really want to think about. Now, that was what like we summarized on. Let me know, does that, does that help just having those three boxes to really just, and then you can pick the tactics out of that. hundred percent. Okay. Now I've been doing a lot of public speaking over the last few months. I've been making a big effort um, to get out there and to get in front of more people to showcase what we do, to showcase my journey, to showcase um, just to help a lot more people as well. And I was asked a question um, on a podcast and I shared it in the group about TMP um, about like my journey, about how I've leveled up and how I became the coach that I am today. And it was basically around, like, how did you start off? Like, I've been asked some really hard questions, and, like, they've really got me thinking, like, what, where would you be if you didn't level up? And I shared that in the last Coach's Corner. But how did you start off? And I sometimes forget about it. But when I look back to that time, I did. The thing that I really knuckled down on was I helped, like, people surprise themselves. I delivered an incredible service. One of my first ever female clients lost nine stone in 10 months. We started off with five minutes of walking outside of the gym, but I was almost like a coaching butler. I, I fell into that trap of pestering them. I was like, I, I, I was like just so keen. I didn't have the level of awareness that I have now. I didn't have the ability to think. I didn't have the problem solving. I didn't catch them. But what I did have was enthusiasm, passion, and just a dire need to solve any problems that they had. If you didn't know what to snack on, I fucking looked up your, I looked up the shops around you and I said, one, two, three, go and do this. Looking back, I wasted a lot of energy, wasted a lot of time. I took a lot of ownership for their result. But at that time period, I was obsessed with delivering what they needed. I was so obsessed with like, it was messy looking back at it. But it was just, I would have always checked in on them, messaged them, looked at what they needed, looked at how things were going, checked over their MyFitnessPal consistently, looked at the foods that they needed. And that got me extremely busy. Like that got me extremely busy. I was working with professional athletes. I was working with politicians. I worked with people privately that I don't actually even talk about. But I was like really like absolutely slammed for just sheer service and helping people surprise themselves. In the, in the onset. So the reason why I suppose I share this is because like, I want for you to like, take that into your clients. Like, what do they need? How do they do it? Like just over deliver, like find out the problem think about where they're at. Ask them about their code, ask them about their results. What can we do to get more results? That level of like uh, enthusiasm and commitment, they will match that. They will match that and they will want to share about that. 
So that was something like, if you feel like as well, like you can look at all these other things that you need to do and all these coaches and all these high level skills. Guys, if you are just there and you're committed and you're the best, you don't need to be the best coach in the world. You just need to be the best coach in their world. And how you achieve that is just for like communication, care, and really just doing whatever it takes to get them a result. Okay. So that's just something I wanted to share on that about like servicing your clients. Okay. Uh, we question here. Um, how did you start getting out there for talking? Great question. Um, Cami, and like one thing I've just started to do is just basically ask clients and stuff, right? Um, what about, uh, do you have anyone in your workplace? I also as well have started to basically look at like LinkedIn and copy and paste things over to LinkedIn. Um, as well, I've been uh, interacting with people intentionally that I know have a podcast and things. Um, and then I've just been asked for consistency showing up uh, day in, day out. I've also as well not been afraid to like when I sort of communicate with other people in the industry and other, uh, other sort of networks and things, I just ask, is there anything from what I've said today that you could help me with? Like, is there anyone that you know? Is there anyone that you can put me in contact to? You can intro me. Um, like, is there anything from what I've shared today that you could help me with? And that's a pretty like upfront and ballsy statement, but it's like actually in the people that you work with is like, just tell them, this is what I'm focusing on. This is what I'm doing. Can you help me? And that, that's something that I couldn't have done a few years ago because I was passive, but I've just been a lot more upfront about that. Yesterday I had a call um, with an amazing guy and we only, like, again, it was only 20 minutes. Was, he introed, I introed, and then pretty much basically I'm just anyone that he ever needs for high performance um, chats in corporate companies. He'll come to me because of that 20 minute chat. And I also put him in contact with two different people. As you grow in coaching, you do need to not only just like, you do need to spend time growing your network and creating those opportunities. I've shared about it before, the, the, the book called The Luck Factor. You have to create your luck. You don't get lucky, you create, luck, you create lucky opportunities. And you do that by consistently like putting yourself out there, asking for help, creating it. Like no one is gonna hand you anything. Like that is the, just a harsh reality. No one's gonna hand you opportunities. So every single week at some stage, like you should, you want to build up that pattern of creating opportunities. And that's what you're doing with your social media. That's what you're doing with things, but it's just doing that more and more and more and as well on a bigger level. So I would say that. So the next, the third thing I want to touch on guys. Um, so we've talked on, we've talked on, uh, no, the second thing, sorry, that I want to touch on, we've talked on client churn. We went very deep on that. That question as well with the compressed thinking, that's a massive question. And you want to always ask yourself questions that compress, that basically get you to think in a different way. Now, the second thing that I want to touch on, guys, is like attracting new clients, attracting like more clients, attracting higher quality clients, attracting your clients to show up at the best possible and getting better results, would you buy from you right now? Okay, that's the question you have to ask yourself. Would you buy from you right now? Are you showing people how you're absolutely crushing it, how you're being inspiring, how you are um, walking the walk, how you are being great fun? How Are you articulating your journey and how you've changed from start to now? Are you articulating everything that you've been through, the highs, the lows, the challenges, the things that surprised you? Are you articulating that? Or are you just showing your own training? 
Are you just putting out content and hoping it sticks? But are you, would you buy from you right now? With your level of conviction, with your level of standards, with what you're doing, with how you're showing up, with the, how you're communicating this journey, would you buy from you right now? That's a great, 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 great question to think about. And it'll just lift your overall energy, intention, standards with what you're doing. Okay. And I, like, it doesn't always just need to be like you're smashing it with your own training. That's the, like, you wouldn't buy from someone that is just smashing it and getting shredded. That's not the goal here. It's the overall ethos that you share with people. Do people want that? Would you want that? Okay. The other thing that you got to look at is like, are you showing, like if, for me, right? For me, if I was wanting to like hire a coach of some form in different areas, I would want to know like, right, are they showing me what they actually do? Like on a consistent basis, do I get an insight to what they actually do and how they do it and why they do it? Do like, are they putting out results? What are the results? What type of results? Is there results with different forms of people? Is the results during the journey, after the journey? Okay. Like for me, I would need to see that in an undeniable manner. So it's consistent. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to risk myself putting it in, have a one-star client. It would need to be consistent. I also want to relate to the person. Like I want to, I want to match the values. So one thing, like my coach right now, I was one of the first, I was one of the first ever coaches that he took on for coaching coaches. And the reason why I picked him was because I'd been in a bodybuilding world. I'd got absolutely stacked in things, but I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to find how could I get in shape and also socialize. And the reason why, and I said this to him on the first ever call, the only reason why I picked you, dude, was just because there was photos of you eating out consistently. That's what I love. <laughs> so it's like, it's not just your physique. It's not just the results. It's actually the values. Socializing, for, my first biggest value is contribution. Like I love contributing. I love giving people things. I love uh, um, being of service. My second biggest value is socializing. So it's like, that's what I show. That's what I want. That's what I, like I got. So it's like, it's not only just your coaching service, it's about really how you value it. Because like you've heard me say before, you're giving a way of life. You're giving a lifestyle to people. So I want you to think about that. I want you to ask yourself, would you buy from you? And the other thing like with that, and I'm, I'm elaborating on Tuesday night's team huddle. There's one thing getting it, like getting how you should walk the walk, how you should show, be inspiring, how you should share your highs, share your lows, share your journey, share what your clients are doing. But there's another thing doing it. There's another thing actually doing it week in, week out, being able to tick a box, being able to show it, being able to consistently like this is what I'm doing. And this applies for your coaching. This applies for you, like with what you're showing people. Are you actually doing it? Are you following through in your boundaries? Are you turning up to your sessions? Are you asking for help? Are you putting yourself through a transformational journey in the academy to the best of your ability? Are you learning more? Are you learning more about yourself? Okay. Like I was chatting to Conal this morning. Most people say, I'm going to give you confidence. That's what you promised to your clients. But it's like right now, how are you edging in? Like, how are you leaning into your edges to gain your own confidence? There is levels to confidence. Like there is levels to confidence in regards to how you're expanding your own ability, your own confidence within yourself. Like it's one thing showing up on a video, but there's no one here yet, like showing up in the arena for the 80,000 people. <laughs> like that, that's a different level of confidence. 
And I remember Jimmy Alderton like saying that it was pretty much someone that asked him, why do you go to public speaking? And he was like, well, I'm not an EO2 yet. I'm not in the arena. I'm not speaking for 80,000 people. So I've still got work to do. So it's like not stopping where you're at. It's about doing it, building on it consistently. Okay. There's levels. Okay. So it's about doing that. And really as well, like if you're going to, if we're going to talk about the person that we're helping other people be, are we strengthening those qualities ourselves and our communication and our leadership and our ability to be a great team player and our ability to have thriving energy? Are we doing that? That's the thing that you got to look at. And now the third thing I want to touch on guys, rule one of like someone wanting to work with you or listen to you even just listen to you. They need to buy you. Okay. They need to like, like you as a person, they need to like what you're about. Like I said about that socializing, that was one of the things that I liked about the coach that I have. So it's like, you got to bring fun into not only just from a coaching standpoint of influencing people, but just into yourself and into everything that you're doing. So how can you bring more fun into your week? How can you bring more fun into your community? How can you bring more fun into your communication? Some of you will see me send you gifs, take the piss, ask about things. How can you like as well show people what lights you up? One of the things that really as well, like people just resonated with me. Like I don't really like them that much anymore because I think I'm sick of myself. It was fucking Reese's. <laughs> Reese's. I created a whole thing called Ripped by Reese's and everyone loved it. But it's like, it doesn't matter as well. Just get people like whatever you like, it doesn't matter if it's not right or they don't like it. It's how it energizes you and not and how you feel about it. So if you like Warzone, fucking talk about Warzone to people. If it energizes you, show that. For me, no one really likes a saxophone, but I would fucking felt amazing on a saxophone. One of my life goals is to play on a fucking boat in Ibiza somewhere on a saxophone. So it is like, that's fucking, I just think that's fucking cool. I know no one else thinks like that, but that's what I think is cool. So it's like, bring more fun and more of you into everything that you do. At the end of the day, guys, there's always more. There's always like more clients. There's always more things that we can do. Just have fucking fun with it. We're incredibly blessed that people trust us. Like the more that we can have that fun, the more that people will connect with us. So that's the third thing I wanted to talk about. Today, client churn, your day-to-day standards, would you buy from you and uh, bring in fun into everything that you do? So guys, I want to know what was your biggest takeaway from today? Um, how did you, firstly, I, I suppose out of today on a score of one to 10, how relevant was today for you? Like what I mean by relevant is, is this what you feel like you needed to hear? 10 being that was so, 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 so relevant, zero being it wasn't relevant at all. And it's completely cool to score two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like whatever score, it doesn't matter. I don't going to get hurt by it's given me feedback in regards to how not just for me but how i can lead us in a way that gives you exactly what you need when you need it um it's important to get that feedback so it is okay seven and ten okay solid um four foot band with saxophone uh matthew you've got to ask what's up you're okay yeah yeah sweet so um i think your question is bro is like the one thing that um, you're very good at is asking these questions that get people to kind of really, really think, um, you know, these kind of deeper level questions to get them out of it. Even the conversations we had over the phone and stuff, um, I've always been thinking, like, you know, how, where do you come up with those questions or how do you actually kind of, how do you know when they ask them? Like, was there any kind of thing like resources or like 
that you use to kind of ask those questions? Because I know there's like books on like motivational questioning. Um, where, where would you start with that? On their starting. Yeah, so I think like motivational interviewing is a great question. I also think going for your own like therapy, uh, like therapy journey, um, is really important. Um, a person I brought it when I um. <laughs> When I worked with Steph, who came in and talked in our virtual journey. So pretty much, guys, I I worked with her in my last relationship. I'd went out with my last uh, ex for about seven years. And at that point, like, I knew it wasn't right, but I wanted to be able to kick off everything so that I knew that I could leave that relationship knowing that I'd done absolutely everything within my power. So I hired a communication coach. And I, I like I saw amazing benefits from that communication coach, like just in the overall vibe, but I knew the values just weren't aligned. So what that communication coach, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because she was incredible at asking questions and sitting with me. And actually, like I remember the conversations being so slow, like being so slow. So I had the, un- she really sat and understood me. So that's what I think about a lot when I'm talking to people is how can I understand them more? There is a time where I am upfront and I'm like, look, this is what you need. Boom, 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 boom. But I suppose asking better questions is really trying to see, right, what is this person thinking? What are they feeling? What is it that they want? And really sitting and trying to understand that more and more and more and more. And she was someone that done that. And then also as well, my own experience, like I had a coach. I had a, one reason why I'm really like, I, I, I'm really sort of, I really always want everyone to feel very connected as coaching because one of my first ever coaches, it was just a plan. And he, I'm going to look like, don't get me wrong. He was exceptional what he does, but it, that I remember being in that coaching experience and not feeling heard or helped or anything. I just done what he told me to do and got results, but I wasn't heard or helped. So I also never want any of my clients to feel like that. So that, that's how I, I, I really sort of think about those questions. Solomon, no, that's, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Um, I want to get one takeaway from everyone while we're here. Um, if you can, and if there's any other questions, feel free just to say. Yeah, or a, a pause is amazing. Like when you just sit and pause, uh, it's, it just gives space to think. And then if you give them space to think, they can create so much more. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. Um, well, as you know, like, you know, like my current situation stuff, um, moving gyms. Um, so basically it's kind of, um, like I love all my clients. I think they're absolutely great. And uh, I've just got it that quite a few of them have left purely from the move of the gym. And, uh, you know, I have been like really analyzing like what, 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 what could I have been doing better? What, 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 what was, you know, what was missing? Why have they not followed me? And um, also, it's like, you know, I've one, one or two guys who are leaving me. I know for a fact that, you know, I could really, really impact them, really help them still because they're still like they're halfway through their journey. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I'm kind of like lost. What should I do? Like, you know, like I know they're going to leave, but is there anything that I can maybe like, like say yeah, to them or I like, kind of maybe just like, look. How do you know, like, how do you know they're going to leave? Uh, I was speaking to, I spoke to one today and he said, yeah, he's not going to continue. And then another one messaged me last night as well, said he's not going to continue. So uh, it, just kind of trying to... The location? 
Yeah, it's well, this is what they say. It's a location, but I, I believe like what you said to me, what you said about the commitment thing. So like how committed are you right now? Like from one to 10, I would say a lot of them are a bit lower in the commitment. So maybe I missed, maybe I should have been asking that question maybe a few months back to kind of, you know. Just all you got to do, all you can do mate, is just have a chat with them and see like about the journey and see what they've, uh, what they've gained from it. And then also like, have they got what they really wanted? and like then highlight that if they haven't they might be already checked out if you're not like fast on these things they might be checked out it's like checked out of the coaching and if they are it is what it is you can't yeah. as much as you want it you can't want it more than them yeah 100 percent. no that's all right i just thought i would ask that to see if it was uh you know just got like, you can't just, help if you, feel, if you feel like it's completely checked out then don't even talk about it but um if you don't feel like if you do feel like there's an opportunity to talk and like if you let someone down if you let someone go you let them down so sometimes it is important to bring it up and just say, look you wanted to achieve x y and z you haven't necessarily got there how do you feel about that yeah there's one guy there 100 could ask him a few questions like that because i know what he wants to do and he still has a better room for me to coach him and, and he's great crack as well but uh yeah i'll i'll, I'll ask him today nothing lost and again it's just from a place of service mm, cheers awesome um aaron dude i know i've been trying to catch up with you for, for ages mate how's that how are you dude yeah man do, doing well um <clears throat> i suppose the, the biggest thing that's kind of coming up for me now regarding the coaching is 